monsters bubble as you clutch a red dragon. A bearded woman punches from behind her flagon. Dead bog all around, you're sinking in the sand. An important contract turns to ash in your hands. Bleach your tips blonde, use too much mousse. We won't judge you here on cauldron juice. Xander, you find yourself in the cave you were looking for. Looking for the jewels that you were falsely accused of stealing that you are determined to find. Your search has brought you to the desert, which you've so far found extremely empty. But you've been tracking the person who is originally on the mission with you to protect the jewels because you have a pretty good idea that they were actually the ones to steal them. And to clear your name, you've been going after him. As you find a rocky clearing amongst all the sand, you see a hole. Your curiosity gets the better of you, and when you look into the hole, it's not a cave. It's carved. And you climb in, and there are old writings on the walls that you can't understand. And you find yourself walking away from the light outside. And it's kind of a relief because it's hot, but... You are able to go down this dingy hallway and it kind of goes lower and lower until it gets grimy and mossy and it smells dank. Not, not like weed, but just dank. That was necessary. <laughs> uh, like the actual meaning. And I want you to make a dexterity saving roll. So that would be 14? Or not, I mean 18? You add your oh, dexterity, dexterity saving, saving roll. That's going to be a 20. Okay, the walls are, are close enough together that when you feel your feet give way and the ground beneath you fall, that you're quick on your feet enough to slam out your hands and then your feet into the walls and hang on. And you look down as these cobblestones that felt so sturdy a minute ago fall quite a ways down beneath you. You're able to <laughs> shimmy yourself across to where there is land again and you realize you did not want to fall down. You head a little more down the path. Make another dexterity saving throw. That's going to be an 8. You were wary already, but this time it didn't just give away by happenstance. Something in the floor detected your movement and slid quickly out of the way, unnaturally quick. Instead of being able to save yourself, you slip on some moss, and you find yourself sliding down a tube, and it smells bad. You are being thrown from wall to wall down this grimy water slide. Tam, Kosef, and Aziza, the moment you realize the horror that stands in front of you, this, this scorpion that just raised its ugly, beady eyes at you, you hear screaming from a distance. <laughs> <laughs> and you look up, because it's echoing around the chamber you're in, 
you hear a thump as this slight man comes shooting out of this hole in the wall, slides alongside the wall because of the way the chute was angled, and smacks up into the corner of the wall and falls the rest of the ten feet down to the floor. Oh, Does he look like he's okay? <laughs> How much damage do I take for that one? No, he he's able to keep his footing well enough to not you did like a, you did like take a damage. Safety, he's like, a little bruised. Like roll. Where is he in position to the scorpion um so the room is kind of like a diamond shape from where you entered it's it's kind of it's square but it's kind of diamond shaped in that way so you are at one corner and he just came in and shot against the right corner and the scorpion is kind of at the furthest corner from you oh no the scorpion has reinforcements we'll have to take them both out (laughs) no you say that right as Xander is like getting up and brushing himself off. <laughs> what is happening? From above, the sphinx that entered the room with you and then landed on a perch uh, high above you, you hear her scoff. She doesn't think we can do it. We'll have to prove her wrong. <laughs> uh, and I'd like everybody to roll initiative. Booting me? Yes. Yeah. Uh, you're everybody. Kay. 15. 9. Kosif, Aziza? I got an eight. I don't know where my dice went. Just put me last. I gotta look for them real quick. <laughs> oh, you definitely go last for wow, that. you don't have your dice. That's beautiful. You got an eight, Aziza? Yeah. I think if he forgot his dice, that's like a one. Oh, I wrote him down <laughs> as a one. <laughs> that's what you get. The scorpion, seeing a new prey come in close to it, scuttles towards Xander. Oh no. What's your AC? Uh, 15. Uh, it lashes out at you. Its tail pierces your armor, your hide, roughly shoulder at your shoulder. And you take two damage. Uh, just try to remember yeah. your three health. <laughs> we can, uh... Well, that's going to be easy. <laughs> Uh, okay. Three health already. <laughs> you, that hurts, and you can retaliate. It's your turn. Can I? Can I hide? It's a four-cornered room. There's nothing, nothing to really nothing hide behind except shooting. people. <laughs> so if you wanted to run behind <laughs> other people, I'd let you do that. Fine, use your no. use your weapons. <laughs> I, I heard someone wanted to kill me. Um. Okay. You have the world's at your fingertips. Yep. Okay, and so a scorpion has I pierced wanted, your shoulder. Okay, so if I were to dash over without disengaging first, would that be an opportunity? Like, Would that be an opportunity attack against yeah. you? Yes. Okay, so if I were to disengage and then dash, though, because I can't take two actions... You can do that. I can do that. So I'm going to disengage, and then I'm going to dash over to where the other people are. Okay, so you jump backward, and it pierces out at you again with its tail, which is lightning quick, but you're quicker. And you dash back away toward the group. You're like, pew! <laughs> uh, it's, it's about 40 feet away, which you make easily. Because okay. your dash is double your speed. Okay. <laughs> I make that easily. Okay. And you go over to them. Tam, mm-hmm. it's your turn. Alright. I use my, I'm going to use my battle axe. That's what I'm going to do. And uh, where is the where's the bastard in relation to myself? It, it's, it's about 40 feet away. It's a pretty b- big room. Okay. Um, yeah, it's 40 feet away, and you guys are all kind of in a group. You guys just entered the room, you know. It's dark, so anybody who can't see in the dark is going to have trouble seeing anything from far, like, that isn't up close. I can't see in the dark. That means you, humans. Yeah, human. I'm blind. I have dark vision, so I can see in the dark. Mm -hmm. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to run, and then, uh, so is that one action, if you, like, run, like, if I ran over to it? No, movement doesn't count. Okay, great. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of well, run over your, to it. Well, what's I your speed? My weapon drawn, my speed is 25. Okay, so it's 40 feet away. All right. So you don't make it, or you could dash, well, which I... takes your whole action. 
Well, I could, I could do action surge and have a bonus action if I do that. So I'm gonna dash. Okay, so you're gonna like haul ass with your tiny with my, dwarf my legs. My tiny dwarf legs and my ba- giant battle axe drawn. And then I'm gonna action surge and I'm gonna take an extra action. To attack. To attack. Make an attack roll. Alright. Alright, so nice. 19. You smash it on its back and it crumples a little bit beneath your thing and squeals a bit. Alright. Aziza. Yes. I would like to cast Magic Missile. Yeah! Alright, try not to hit me, okay? Okay, so, no, they're they're perfect shots. Magic Missiles cannot miss. So, Aziza, I believe it's uh, 1d4 plus 1 three times? Uh, yes. Total? 10. Nice. 10 is your total? Yep. Okay, so these missiles come and hit it even harder than little Tam with his battle axe smashed it. (laughs) You call little. I mean, you're short. I mean, you're not. You're beefy. Don't get me wrong. Uh, We don't like the word little. Wow. Okay, stout. We'll go with stout. Yes, that's a great word. And it looks kind of angry. Uh, as much as a scorpion can look angry. Well, don't they, like, hiss? Like... Reacting it near the same time, Ewen runs off to the side. Um, he's kind of, he doesn't have any weapons on him, and so he's, he's like, frantically looking for a way out in the dark. So he, he's, like, looking for I'm, I'm a way sure out of this do, room. Like... Good thinking, Ewen. We can escape faster. Yeah, he's, like, ru- he ran the, op- like, kind of the opposite way of where the scorpion is. Um, and so he's, he's getting far away. Jane, she pulls out her daggers. She kind of angles herself to the left of Tam and readies herself. And Rodos, uh, backs up a little bit because, and says, uh, you guys got this, right? I'm going to sneak attack Rodos. (laughs) And, uh, Kosef, you can now go ahead and do something. Classic Rodos. Well, newcomer, uh, it's clear to me now that you and the scorpion are not friends (laughs) do you have a way to fight from range i i do not all right uh i'm gonna cast goodberry and a number of berries are gonna pop in my hand and i'm going to give you five of them okay so are are they appearing in xander's hands no my hand 10 of them are gonna appear in my hand and i'm gonna give him five so i think he's like oh no you ran over to them yeah he ran back to us Okay, so you cast uh, Goodberry. Uh, you have to wait till you turn to munch them down. Yeah, they'll they'll take an action to eat, but each one will heal you for one point. So when you're feeling ready and you can get back in the action, and I'm gonna move up like halfway. Okay, you're gonna move up halfway. Okay, that's fine. The scorpion, meanwhile, recognizes the threat of Jane on its right and the threat of Tam, which has smacked it really hard. It it thinks that Tam also did the magic missile because it's stupid and it, and Tam was right there. That's rude. So it scuttles strangely quickly Uh-oh. to the left and it scuttles around Tam and toward Kosef and Z- where Xander are. It'll put it close to Kosef because okay. he moved up. Right, Kosef moved halfway then. And it's going to uh, snap out with its claws. What's your AC? 12? 10 plus armor, right? Wait, no, we don't have armor. I don't know what it is. You're shirtless? Um, <laughs> a scorpion? Because we picked up whatever was just it was just I'm wearing a cloth. Yep, they're wearing cloth. Um, it's probably like eleven. Sure, eleven. Okay, and it hits. Uh, it snaps out with his claws at you. Rude. Uh, hitting you on the left and right side. Left worse though, and you you'll take six damage. Bring it. Ouch. That would have killed me. Little chomp. Does this thing have a weakness, like a damage type weakness? I don't know. It's a scorpion. <laughs> um, can we roll to... You can do that on your turn. Xander, it's your turn. What would you like to do? Pop those good, good, good berry pills? I am going to pop a berry. <laughs> Just one? 
Well, I'll, I'll pop like two of them. Well, yeah, yeah I don't, take I don't know what your max health is. is are they one point each or what? Yeah, they're one point each. So okay. I'm popping two yeah, of them. All right, so you go back up to max health at five. <laughs> That's his max health, by the way, everybody. He has five points. <laughs> <laughs> you need to. You need okay, to you can do that down. as a bonus action. So you don't. That doesn't count towards your regular action. You can still move and take your actions. So I can actually do my actions here. Yeah, mm-hmm. you you pop the berries. Instantly, it doesn't take up any okay. action to do that. All right, I am going to sneak up on the scorpion. Okay, so between the scorpion and you is Kosif, and Kosif oh, and he's facing Kosif right now, right? Uh huh. So, so you... I'm going to move to the. I'm going to move in one direction. I'm going to move to the right. Okay, so that's good because it no it, it moved over, and on its right are Jane and Tam. And so you're going to its left. Okay. Okay, so you're going to sprint to... Are you going to dash to get really far? No, I'm going to stay... It's probably about 20-ish feet from you. If I were to do that. Right, so you're going to have to gonna go at like an angle. It's definitely not paying attention to you. Okay, so I'm going to go to the right, and then I'm going to dash, and then I'm going to... Angle in from the side? Angle in, yeah. Smoothly, All right. Smoothly we're going to see angling. if it detects you. It doesn't. Okay. Because <laughs> could I also use like a stealth roll in that case? Because it's... Yes. So, yeah. Okay, I'll give you advantage on the attack. Okay. So that means you'll get a roll 2d6, plus whatever that number is. Okay. Um, but wait, you have to see if you hit first. Okay, so... You have to roll d20. D20. Oh, one, one. Well, add, add your... So is that the attack bonus? Yeah. Okay, so that's going to be an 11. Okay, so you come up ready to pounce, and you jab valiantly at the side of the scorpion, and it just goes, clank, against its hard <laughs> armor shell. <laughs> and you're standing next to it now. So, nice. Uh, next up, Tam, it scuttles away from you. Freddy cat. Kind of like, yeah, I would I would feel insulted, personally. If this thing, if it's like, no, nah, I'm not dealing with you, and it just took off. It's a little ways away from you, yeah. maybe 15 feet or so. Yeah, okay. Still run over to it without using an extraction, because I have 25 speed, so. Is it, like, facing away from me? Um, it's, it's kind of facing, sort of. Yeah. You'd be facing the other side. How like close, How close am I to its tail? Uh, Xander's on the other side from you. How close are you? Yeah, like, like 15 feet. You could get, you could go behind it. Am I, like, in line of sight of its tail? I'm sure. Like, I want to, like, try and chop it off. Sure. Okay, you want to run up and try to chop off its tail? I'm going to try and chop off its tail. Okay, uh, so yeah, run up, and then you make an attack call. Okay. So it's 18 plus. Two. Yeah, you hit. Yeah, I hit the shit out of it. Okay. And then hit it for nine. Okay. It, it, unexpectedly, you just like hit its tail, scrape along it, and then lob off the end. <laughs> and it squeals. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, poor Is Scorpion. it still paying attention feel, to me? I feel kind of bad now. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't really paying attention to you because it didn't feel you. It didn't feel your poke at all. You just like, like ran you up just to hit it. Armor. And you're like dunk. <laughs> you're like gone. Aziza, <laughs> you try to stop it. What do you want to do? Um. Okay. So where am I in proximity to this thing now? Because everybody's moved around now. You uh. You didn't really move from your main position, right? You're still near the entrance, right? Maybe like thirty-ish feet away from it. Okay, so it's really not paying attention to me, right? No. Can I ready myself and then cast a spell? Yeah, you can ready a spell to cast later when you're, like, before your next turn, basically, yes. Okay, then I'm going to do that, and I'm going to get ready to cast Chromatic Orb when the time comes. Okay, Jane goes up beside you, Tam, and plunges her daggers towards the scorpion, but doesn't pierce its hide either. Same same kind of thing as Xander there. And Rodos. He also readies a spell that he's kind of uh, wrapping. He's kind of like doing a circular motion with his hands and 
and waiting. And Kosef, it's right in front of you. It's like, you're the one who it's going to be most mad at. Yeah, yeah, no, I got that one. It uh, pierced my shoulders. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, I'm going to draw my short sword and my dagger and uh, attack. Okay. 18 for the short sword and a nat 1 for the dagger. Okay, um, I would like you to roll a d20. Two. You drop your dagger. No! But your sword <laughs> gets up underneath its neck, and ooh, you feel purchase. Go ahead and make, an, make the attack roll. Sorry, guys, I'm a little rusty with the, the dagger. Five damage. And you stick it in, <laughs> and you pull out your sword, and a, also a bunch of blood comes out with it. It looks real not good. Ha! Hurts, doesn't it, you big ugly bastard? Uh, okay, so it's still got its tail. Tam successfully... I... Well, it's, you, you, like, scraped along its tail and lobbed off the poisonous end. Oh, uh, poisonous end. Okay. But it's still going to make a bludgeoning attack with, <laughs> at you. What's your AC? It is 15. It slams into you with its tail, knocking you back a couple of feet, and okay. you take four damage. Okay. It lashes out at Jane with one of with its right claw. Jane just easily step, steps out of the way. And its other claw at you, Kosef. What's your AC? 11. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it gets you It gets you in the legs Ooh, for four damage. So I have to carry me out of here. <laughs> Xander, you find an opportunity to attack at this moment. I am going to take this opportunity. So do I just have to say I'm going to attack it? Yeah, go for it. Okay. That is going to be a 22. That'll do it. Three... Plus? Plus six for nine. <laughs> Plus six? <laughs> oh my god. Now that you're closer and you can see better, you could see between its scales. And you plunge your dagger into it, you feel something connect as you push deep. And it collapses. And you kill the scorpion. Yay! Yay! Is that the person you, like, actually hit it? That's like the one, the one time. <laughs> you uh, hear Ewan from way across the room. Nice. And he yells, guys, over here. He is trying to pull on this lever that's kind of like a big lever all the way across the room, but he's like too small. He doesn't weigh enough to pull it down. Uh, we're out of combat, so you guys can yeah, take free actions. I'm going to go help him. Okay. We're run over there. Does anyone have healing? I, I can give you your berries back. <laughs> like three berries. Yeah, Do we? I got three berries. I'll yeah, we've got the berries. Here. Do we have any like immediate like healing spell? I guess I'll just use the berries, yeah. I don't think I don't know. Does Somebody might have it? something in their inventory and, um, um, you know, in their mm-hmm. items that might help them. Well, but I meant reusable stuff. I I don't want to use a potion. The potions are one time. Spells would come back tomorrow. I'm going to take my berries back and eat them all. All right. Nom, 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 nom. All right. Nom, nom, nom. The three nom berries. Delicious. Thanks for your help, newbie. You can stick around. <laughs> so, Rodos, uh, he, like, pulls the spell back and he walks over and helps Ewan. Does the scorpion have anything worth taking? Uh, you might be able to peel off a scale or two. You know, big, big scale. Okay. You want to do that? I think that's Is a good plan. Is poison worth anything? Go for it. I do. Yeah, can we take its poison uh, glands? And it's stinger. Like, yeah, could we like poison fill a little vial with, with poison? <laughs> Maybe it's pincers. So you lobbed off its tail end. So yeah. that's like sitting somewhere near ta- you, Tam. Yeah. And uh, Aziza pulls off a scale or two and stows them away. I mean, it's a, it's a big it's a big fucking scorpion. What do you want? You want a little gold sack? Yeah, you open it up and, and it's well, a pinata of gold. Could have eaten an entire <laughs> chest of gold. You don't know. No, I'm just All saying. All right, anyway. So... Uh, <laughs> Maybe scorpion scales are worth a little. Hey, Rodos goes over and helps Ewan yank this lever down, and uh, these shutters open up in the ceiling and let light in. And for a second, you guys are blinded, but then you can see okay, and you look up to see uh, the Sphinx 
has been watching the whole time. And there are, there's the door you entered, and there's actually a door in each of the four corners. So there's there's three different doors. We'll say, you guys came in south, so there's like one north, one east, one west. Rodos and Ewin are by the north one. Well, where do you guys want to go? Rodos says. Right, let's do, I'm going to do a little investigation check, see what, if the door, like, if the doors look like anything. Go ahead. Particular. Okay, 13. Okay, so on the uh, west door, Tam, you see a symbol, and it's a rectangle, but the tops are curved, and there's a line in the center of it. Does anybody have, like, anybody got some uh, some knowledge well, here? Well, I'll tell you or... this. It's reminiscent of the symbol. It, you, you think it's a symbol of a chest. Chest. On the north door, there is an X, and on the east door, there is two sets of lines. Uh, so there's, like, parallel two lines, two parallel, yeah, two, there's, like, four parallel lines, and yeah. in between them, there's a big space. Yeah. And then the west door was like... The west door was a ch- chest, the north door was an X, and the east door was oh, lines. Rose goes and tries the door with the X on it, mm-hmm. and it's dark, and he kind of go- walks in, and it's just like, it looks like a broom closet, pretty much. Okay. Like it's empty? Yeah, it's like an empty square room. All right, I'm going to go open the... Mm, why don't we ask the Sphinx? Well, she's not, she not going to do the act shit for us. Sphinx is there. Be in character and say that to all the other characters. Well, hey, why don't we just ask the Sphinx? <laughs> that floating thing that was watching us killed the scorpion. Sure. Uh, I don't really want to talk yeah. to Sphinx again. I don't know what the Sphinx talks. I know. I know. Your there, character doesn't know. Yeah, you don't know. But, the Sphinx uh, looks at you, Xander. Yo, Sphinx! <laughs> it just keeps looking at you. Which door should we take? Uh... Ewan's like, I think doesn't really matter, right? We got we got to get out of here somehow. And he walks over to the door with the chest looking on it. It's gonna explode. And he yanks on it, and it's kind of like stuck, and he can't pull it. Okay, well, go to the other one. And he like starts walking across the room, and it's a big room, and it's kind of like awkward as you all watch and just stand there and do nothing. <laughs> While he walks all the way across the room, he pulls open uh, the other door, and uh, there's a hallway. He's like, Well, here's my answer. Yeah, I'm gonna follow him. Oh. I mean, what you guys want to do? we could always check and see if there's another way to open this door. Don't we? Ha- do we have any extra keys? I don't remember. No. My character's like, all right, let's go. Let's let's do something. Ready to march for? I just have to go with the crowd. Can I? Can I? Tam, go ahead. Can I try the door the gnome couldn't open? Yeah, you try it. It's also jammed. All right. You could try other things. Can I? Does it look like it's breakable? Can I like bust it off its hinges or something? You do see hinges. So it opens toward you. Ugh. You could try something. That's tough. You're just going to have to tell me what you want to try. Does any person here happen to be really good at picking locks on doors? You rogue. Do you have any... Does somebody have a good sleight of hand check? I've got I've got a six sleight of hand check. I would... You could try it because that's pretty good. All right. So uh, Xander volunteers and walks over. Okay. <laughs> Xander <laughs> volunteers. Xander got volunteered. Uh, no, I, you said I have it. I've, I've, got, I've got six. So, I mean, I what do I have to pick a lock with, though? Um, You have some bars. I okay. don't know. If you remember, but I gave you some right. lock bars picking and, bars. Okay, I'll, I'll try some lock picking bars here. Yeah, sure, why not? YOLO. <laughs> hey, look, that's going to be a 21. Nice. Okay, and so you figure it out, and uh, something changes. The door doesn't <laughs> spring open or anything, but you definitely feel you change something. I try opening the door. It opens. There's a, a thing. chest inside. Ooh. You go over to it, mimic. and you open it up, and inside there's uh, a small bag of gold, 
Ooh. And there's about 30 gold in there. Okay. Uh, you can keep it for yourself or you can spread it among the party. I guess sure, it's up to sure you. Class. Uh, <laughs> there's also uh, two sets of leather padded armor, much like the kind you're already wearing. Okay. Uh... Um, a rapier and a short bow, uh, five arrows, and a, and a simple quiver. Okay. Hey, look, there's treasure in the chest. <laughs> Weird. Uh... Fancy that. <laughs> All right. I am keeping that rapier for myself. <laughs> okay. You guys can divide amongst yourselves. I'm good. Are you like, did you like sneakily put it well, in Kosef, your, in your don't pack? Well, Kosef, don't you not have armor? And Tam, you don't have no, armor? I have armor. I'm wearing chain Oh, you armor. do? Wait, how much armor I'm also was there? Good. You, naked man. There were two sets of armor. Leather? Okay. I'll take the leather armor. I didn't know if anyone else needed it, because I've got a lot of health. I'm pretty sure you're like the only naked one I see here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll take it. Um, so that means you have a spare short sword. Hey, does anybody need a short sword? No. Yeah, so you guys all kind of head down. You taking all that gold, by the way? I hear some, I hear some stuff jingling around. And there's some little gold numbers. It's like, it's like when you wear, it's like when you wear cargo <laughs> pants and you like fill one with quarters. They're just like jingling. What's uh, what you find in there? I'm, uh, I'm gonna bluff. You're gonna bluff. What are you gonna say? No, no one was in the room with you, so oh, yeah. you can totally bluff yeah, and be like, bluff. "Go for it." What are you gonna say yeah. though? You don't have to say if you don't know. You don't want to say. You can just roll a check. I'm just gonna roll a check here because okay. I have no idea what on earth I'm even gonna say to that. <laughs> I got something jingling in my pocket. I'm just gonna say that. I don't know. I just in that make an opposing roll, Tam. Okay. And add your insight. Oh, no, she already beat me today. <laughs> Pretty sure I beat you, yeah. You're like, in my regular life, I'm a janitor, and these are keys. <laughs> and she doesn't believe you. Like, um, yeah, I'd like to, I, I grab a hold. Just, a, you know, a little slight, little nice grip on my, uh, my battle axe. I'm like, hey, stranger that we don't know anything about, let's see that gold there. Share, right. share with the class. All right. <laughs> okay. And... I have no idea how this got here. <laughs> And we'll uh, we'll take a short little break here. Hi there, this is your DM Grant from the future, and you know this is one of those things I do in the middle of the show where we're taking a break and we're getting some water. And uh, I beg you to give me money. No, uh, <laughs> if you really like this show, you can go to our Patreon and give us a little money and help pay for the show. And it, it's really cool. It encourages us. And uh, for the future, I've got tons of new episodes coming. We've recorded, um, like, from when you're listening to this, we've recorded, I don't know, another eight episodes at least. So there's a lot coming, and I hope you stick around. And I'll stop yammering on, and let's get back into the action, shall we? As you guys are patting yourselves on your back for your glorious defeat of a giant scorpion that wasn't even magical, the Sphinx drops from its perch and grabs Kosif from behind, beats her wings, and is flying upward. And Kosef is struggling, and this has nothing to do with the fact that he lost internet connection and is no longer in the game. This is 100% (laughs) what happens. As he's struggling, she sings out in an eerie song. Those shutters that opened up to let the light in earlier, more of them open up and let her through with Kosef. 
and then close behind her. Crazy. What the hell is that thing? Roto says, okay, look, it doesn't really matter. We have to keep going. What, what do you mean it doesn't matter? What, what are we going to do? We can't get out of this room. Of course we can. There's a hallway. Let's take it. We need to get out of here. If, if, if the best we can do, the ceiling is like, he's 100 feet up. All right. Well, How are you going to get up there? You lead the way. Fine, I will. Okay, and he turns and Ewan shrugs and then follows him down this corridor. Wait, did he even do anything against the scorpion? No. He prepared a spell, but he didn't really do anything. You'll learn about what he's doing later. <laughs> you guys head down this corridor, and it's pretty plain. It's not very adorned or anything. But you see at the end of the hallway, there's another room, and there's no door to this room. But you hear like a clink tinkering going on. And as you all kind of move in a group down this hallway, there's whirring and machinery going. And you can, you can hear it louder and louder each step you take. And you come into this room, there, it's like a glass dome, and you can see that there's, it's underground because there's sand that has piled up around this glass dome. And in the middle, there's this giant brass planetary gear structure. It's got spheres and, and massive gears winding and turning against each other, clinking, supported by these large brass beams. And why don't you guys make a perception check? Mine's <laughs> negative one. Why am I even bothering here? <laughs> Let's see. Oh, wow. I see nothing. It wasn't a one, so... Aziza? Could have been worse. I rolled a natural 20. Nice. What'd you get? I got a 12. Okay, so Tam and Xander are so taken aback by this giant like, sculpture like, thing that you've never oh. seen. Aziza is smart enough to not be distracted. She's the only one who thinks, mm, maybe I shouldn't look directly at this thing and be distracted. And she has her wits about her. She looks around, um, and the first thing she sees behind a like, brass plate, she sees the shadow of what looks like somebody moving and crouching, adjusting something, maybe? She also looks up behind her, and there's a hole at the top behind where you guys came in. Kosov is kind of crouched in this tunnel, and right behind him is the Sphinx. I trust you, Sphinx. Uh... Where did you guys come from? Are you, is the Sphinx, like, want to take you home and make her her husband? Well, this just got weird. <laughs> okay. I, I appreciate the thought, weird. but I'm happily married. He has, a, he has a wife. I mean, yeah, maybe she wanted to propose. You never know. I'm just taking this all in. While everybody's staring at Kosef Mars, you hear the little man uh, who's behind this brass box uh, move out and, and crouch down below this brass base. Oh yeah, uh, Tim, there's this room they're in and it's got a glass dome ceiling and there's like sand. It's like underground, but there's like some sand on top of it. And uh, there's this big like planetary geary steampunky structure in the middle of the in, in, like in the middle of the room taking up a lot of the room okay how how high up is tim 20 feet all right 15 tim, feet all right uh, uh so if you want some help getting down yeah be, i'd appreciate it are you are you the sphinx like a thing now <laughs> no we're not a thing now <laughs> i don't know she just ran off with you it's very mysterious <laughs> all right well um i'm kind of short so Hey, tall person. I want to go enlist uh, the rogues' help. They're ready to catch you. <laughs> they are ready to catch Deal. You. All right. I'll I'll hang from the ledge and then drop gracefully drop. into the levee. Wait, arms is this gonna be like a strength check? I would like uh, Tam and Xander to make strength checks, <laughs> and I would like Kosip to make a dexterity check, please. That means you, I'm Tam. Kosip, me? Yeah, because Why we're, am I we're catching. Because we're catching people. I'm short. I was could, uh, just yeah, and I'm. Uh, would you? Would you say Mars? I could cast Feather Fall on him too. 
Save, I'd save this spell for now. I don't think it's far enough. We can use it for a bigger drop. I'm going to be in the 11 once we add bonuses. What am I? Uh, a strength check? Is that what you said? Yeah, strength. All right. It's strength. Okay, so it's... Would you oh, get I got, uh, a, I got a natural 12. Uh, 11. So you guys are able to catch him, and he doesn't whack his head or anything. Um, Rodos also spots this little man, Aziza. Can I pickpocket Rodos? And, and, he, and he goes, do you see that guy? I saw him. Where's he going? So he's just like behind this big brass basin. He's like just holding still, and like you and Rodos can like see him because you're the closest to the structures, and you guys are like awkwardly looking at each other. Like, why is he just laying there h- hiding? Rodos walks over to this guy and like picks him up, and he's like this wizened old guy. He's like, "Let me go! Let me go! Let me go!" And Rodos like sets him down, and he's like, "It's almost time." This little crazy looking guy. So it's almost time, and he runs back to this desk with all these papers and starts shuffling through and, like, lifting them up and, like, showing them to you guys, and there's, like, charts and things. He's like, it's almost time, it's almost time, and he's, like, now spinning on the spot, kind of dancing. So is this sort of like the White Rabbit from Alice in Wonderland saying, I'm late, I'm late for a very important date? Is he a human? Uh, roll a perception check. To see if he's a human? Roll a perception check. Can I roll a perception check? You can. Oh, that's 12. I'm not even going to bother. He looks humanish. Ish. Humanish, okay. Aziza, what did you get? I rolled a 14 and I have plus 4, so an 18. Okay, so uh, you see in his wild mess of like um, graying hair uh, that he has little uh, ears, ear tips pointing out, and that you think he's at least half elf. And he goes, it's almost time. Look, and he points at the thing, and it's like whirring and spinning, and like this whole time, it's there's like some kind of machinery inside that is keeping this massive thing moving, and the gears spinning all together, and like there's pistons moving up and down in some places, time and and Rodos goes, oh, and he looks at you guys, and he goes, oh, and he like looks up at the thing, he's like, Master Sor told me about this, and he like looks at you guys, and he's like. Is this the prophecy machine? He like turns back to the the crazy small character. He's like, "That's right." Pulls out like this rag and starts polishing it, and like polishing the base. He's like, "I can't wait! I can't wait!" But it's almost done. I know it is. And he's like rubbing it manically. Okay. Rodos is like, "Okay, when this machine stops, there's supposed to be a prophecy fulfilled." And I didn't. I wasn't told a lot of it. And he takes out that gem from his robes. That little red gem. I know it has to do with this. What is the prophecy? The <laughs> guy rubbing the thing do? frantically, he's like, you don't know the prophecy? It's to save the world! And he's like, it's ecstatic. And he's like, he found another place that he decided was dirty. This thing is pretty clean, but like, he's like, frantically rubbing and polishing all the way around it. Are, I want to ask him, are, are you from here? Where are you from? I'm from this, I'm from here, of course. We're a monk in the temple? Well, I I keep things nice and clean and running and make sure everything's going smoothly. But, and of course, Master Sore, I mean, he... I talk with him fairly regularly. Why isn't he with you? <laughs> you didn't hear? You didn't hear, Xander. <laughs> I'm going to bluff him out. Yeah, okay, like, make a bluff like check, randomly. I guess. <laughs> Deception. You have no idea what you're talking about? One, two, okay. three. Oh, my God. Okay. He, he has... What? What is it? Yeah, what is it? <laughs> Somebody can, like, go on in here. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's all you're going to say? Yes, that's all I'm going to Like, I just got his attention. Come on. 
Uh, I guess somebody else can jump in if they want to. Master Sor sent us here to uh, participate in the prophecy. Make a deception check. Uh, That's pretty good. Um, 19, I think, is my total. Okay, he believes both of you, somehow. (laughs) And he goes... (laughs) Wonderful, and he and he dra- he grabs your hands, uh, Tam and Xander, and he like runs up to you, grabs his hands, and you like there's like oily grease that kind of is on them. But he pulls you guys, and he what you thought looked like a wall, he just passes through totally platform nine and three quarters and pulls you through, and you're in a big stone room, and there is a big stone oval that's like a like a ring that is up against. A flat wall and there's like symbols all the way around it and there's kind of like a stage that it's on here it is and he like pushes his hand on on like this pedestal and from the middle of a gra- of the, like in the middle of the room this piston this brass piston comes up out of the ground meanwhile um kosif ewin jane rodos uh, aziza, aziza you guys just watch them go through this this wall <laughs> what do you do i'm gonna try and follow him yeah. Okay, you guys run in after them, and uh, Rodos is first through, and you guys see the same thing, uh, and Jane and Ewan are, are close behind. Okay. Rodos walks up to this brass cylinder, and he goes, there's a spot for the gem here. Should we just do it? See what and happens? And you guys w- come up around this, and the guy, he's like dancing around. You have you have the gem? Is it time? Is it time? Wait, where's Master Sore? He's supposed to be here. Well, I guess it doesn't matter. And he's like, okay, okay, uh, it's time, it's time. I would like everybody to make an insight check. Oh, nat 20. I don't even know why I'm going to bother with this. Oh, snap, I'm at a zero. Uh, Xander, you're, 18. you're uh, examining your nails. <laughs> What'd you get, Aziza, 18? Yes. Kosef and Aziza, you look at Rodos, and he looks nervous. He looks strained. And awkward, and he goes, "Yeah, I, I, I think we have to." And he like retakes out the gem out of his robes. Okay, do it. And then what? Place the gem, Rodos. Let's see what happens. He puts the gem in, and it sinks below, and a brass sheet slides over the top of this cylinder, and it just spins, and you hear a music box playing. And it feels like an earthquake. The whole ground is shaking. Uh, the little man is still jumping up and down and shaking his <laughs> arms. Rodos is like looking up at the ceiling and looking around. There's like dust coming in from this rocky ceiling. And it stops and this field appears in this ring that's along this wall. And you all hear a terrible roar. <laughs> A massive dragon head comes through this portal. It's huge. It's like twenty feet wide. Can we close the portal like now? How how do you how do you want to do that? Can we wait? Can we take the thing back out? No, he said it closed. You like run over to the cylinder and you try to like pull open this sheet that has like gone over the top of the gem and it's not budging. We ask the man what's going on. I ask the man what's going on. He goes the prophecy to save the world. Woo! And he's like, no. He does a cartwheel. And this huge red dragon head, it doesn't even pay you any mind. And it looks at the side of this rock wall and roars. And it feels like another earthquake. This, the right side to you, but the left side to this dragon of this wall, 
caves in and light floods in from the outside. And it gets barely through this huge portal with it and huge wings and it's stepping slowly out into the sun. And then smaller dragons step through and follow it. And then they fly through from this portal out of this room that has like now partially collapsed as you guys cower backward. And just hundreds and hundreds of dragons start flying through this portal. The noise is massive and cacophonous and it feels like it feels like an earthquake. There's no other way to describe it. You you feel like you're going to be crushed by a falling rock from this building at any moment. And after five minutes of just pouring dragons from this huge portal, they finally stop. The portal shuts off. Dun, dun, dun. Wow. Yeah. Big things to come. And that's the end of our episode. <laughs> 